Chapter Six of The Homesteader. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Homesteader by Oscar Michaud. Epoch the Fourth. The Story junius gray inquired at length concerning the land whence he had come of the prospects of the climate and at last relieved baptiste by inquiring as to whether the drought had swept over that section as well as other westerly parts i have had the same result with twenty-two hundred acres i own in the western part of the state but such will come have come every once in a while since i have been here he assured him if you have been caught with considerable debt to annoy you and succeed in pulling through it will be a lesson to you as it has been to others it has been a lesson i admit said baptiste a little awkwardly irene who seemed to be her father's favorite sat near and regarded him kindly while he related how the drought had swept over the land and the disaster that followed he did not tell them all that he had been foreclosed but that he felt was not necessary with all he had met those in his race whom he had longed to meet of business they could discourse with intelligence and that was not common gray's holdings were much and baptiste was cheered to see that he was possessed with the same sagacity and understanding to manage the same with profit to himself besides the family about him while not as conventional as he had found among the more intelligent classes of his race had grown in the business ways and assisted him would you like to attend services at the church this evening said irene after a time and when they were again alone why i suppose i might as well then i'll get ready she disappeared then to return shortly dressed in a striking black dress covered with fine lace while on her head she wore a wide drooping hat that set off her appearance with much artistic effect what is your denomination she asked when they were down the walkway to the road the church was not far distant and in fact was at the corner of his property and was largely kept up by her father he had been told the big church i guess he said amusedly indeed she exclaimed feigning surprise and yours oh baptist of course she replied easily when she held his arm like she did now it made him feel peculiar never three years before would he have thought that he would be company again for another woman at least under such circumstances what do you think of protestantism well he replied thoughtfully 
it has not been until lately that i have considered it seriously so and sometimes i am not inclined to think it has been for the best how so well it appears to me that organization is lacking in so many of the protestant churches but is that the fault of protestantism i hardly know how to reply to you it seems however that in so much as catholicism requires more effort more concentration of will force on the part of their members to come up and live to their standard of religion and that since it is obviously easier to be some kind of a protestant then protestantism has afforded a less organized appreciation of the christ you make it very plain and especially it is so in the church to which i belong i am sure however if the standard of requirement was raised within the negro baptists it would be better for all you mean if it was compulsory for the ministers to possess a college education and attendance for at least three years at a theological seminary the standard would be raised in the churches conducted by negroes i agree with you and do you know that since i have been in the book business only these few short months it has been my experience that ours is a race of notoriously poor readers isn't it so oh it is dreadful when we come to consider how much needy knowledge we lose thereby it is staggering why is it so well to begin with there is little encouragement to become a reader among negroes themselves take for instance the preacher by all circumstances a minister at least should be a reader is it not so certainly well are they as a whole lord no then how can you expect their followers to be we cannot another disadvantage is separate schools i don't quite understand well mix the negro's children daily with the whites and they are sure to become enamored of their ways i gather your trend the most helpful thing on earth negro children thereby are able in a measure to eradicate the little evils that come from poor homes homes wherein the parents ignorant often are compelled to be away at work evil environment bad influence that is it there is no encouragement to read therefore no opportunity to develop thought and the habit of observation how plain you make everything and now we have come unto the church and must end our conversation i'm sorry he was too but they filed into the little church in and around where they sat now there was quite a settlement of negroes mostly small farmers perhaps it was due to the inspiration of the successful gray she had earlier in the evening pointed out here and there where a negro family owned five acres where somewhere 
else they lived on and farmed ten acres and fifteen acres and so on after slavery there had been a tendency on the part of the negro to continue in the industrious ways he had been left in by his former master the cultivation was strong but strangely there had come a desire to go into town to see and to loaf perhaps it was because he had not been given such a privilege during the days of bondage but here in this little valley of the ka he was cheered to see his race on a practical and sensible basis only in the pursuit of agriculture can the black man not complain that he is discriminated against on account of his color when the service was over they walked leisurely homeward and their conversation became more intimate the feeling of a woman by his side thrilled jean baptiste in his life on the prairies this had never been afforded so to him it was something new and something gloriously sweet or was it her presence at least he was moved he decided that he would go his way soon because it was dangerous for him to linger in her radiating presence without regretting what fate had willed isn't it warm tonight she said when they reached the porch dreadfully so down here in your valley perhaps you would not care to retire and would rather sit out where the air is best she suggested i would be glad to very well then and she found a seat where they were hidden by vines and the shade of the big house i'll return presently when i have put my hat away when she returned her curiosity to know why he had not visited her was he could see again her chief anxiety she tried to have him divulge why in subtle ways late into the night they lingered on the veranda and he found himself on the verge of confessing all to her he succeeded in keeping it from her that night but she was resourceful moreover her curiosity had reached a point bordering on desperation accordingly she had the boys to hitch a team to a buggy and took him driving over the great estate for hours during the cool of the morning she drove him through orchards and over wheat fields where the wheat now reposed in shocks she chatted freely discoursed on almost every topic and during it all he saw what a wonderfully courageous woman she was he loved the study of human nature and wit here he could see was a rare woman but withal there was about her something that disturbed him what was it he kept trying to understand he never quite succeeded until that night a heavy rain had fallen in the afternoon and he lingered in her company at her invitation and encouragement that night the sky was overcast the air was sultry and the night was very dark she took him to their favorite seat within the vines and where nothing but the darkness was their company 
and there she resumed her artful efforts to have him tell her all never in his life had jean baptiste the opportunity to be perfectly free he had once loved dearly and he had sought to forget the one he had so loved because of the custom of the country and its law out of his life she had apparently gone and we know the fate of the other there is nothing in the world so sweet as to love a woman but on the other hand mayhap all that is considered love is not so it may be merely passion and it was passion he discovered that was guiding irene gray he saw when this occurred to him that in such a respect she was unusual well his life had been an unhappy life love free and openly he had never tasted but once but a law higher than the law of the land had willed against that love and he had subserved to custom so he decided to tell her all and leave on the morrow please jane she begged calling him by his first name won't you tell it to me he regarded her in the darkness beside him she was very close and he could feel the warmth of her body against his he reached out then and boldly placed his arm about her she yielded to the embrace without objection he could feel the soft down of her hair against his face and it served to intoxicate him arousing the passion and desire in his hungry soul yes irene he said then i will tell you the story and tomorrow i will go away no she said and drew closer to him on the impulse he embraced her and in the darkness found her lips and the kiss was like a soul touch he sighed when he turned away but she caught his face and drew his lips where she could hear him closely tell me she repeated for so long i have wanted to hear well it was like this you know rather perhaps you recall the circumstances under which we met i remember everything jean i was in love with no one i can say but i had loved outside of our race our race yes you mean she said straightening curiously that you loved an indian up there that i recall is the home of the sioux no i have never loved an indian then what a white girl oh jean she said and drew slightly away he drew her back to him and she yielded and settled closely in the curve of his arm and he told her the story honestly that was too bad you sacrificed much and to think that you loved a white girl it was so so it came that you sacrificed the real love to be loyal to the race we belong to i guess you may call it that it was manly though i admire your strength it was then i wrote you yes and others i understand 
you loved none of us perhaps and it was because you had not had the opportunity maybe perhaps it was so and now i will hear how it happened i must first confess something that pains me oh that confession but maybe i'm entitled to hear it well yes i think so there were three oh and you were the first choice me but i waited for your letter there was a time limit and i was away therefore never received it in time and you at omaha i hesitated and then decided that you did not favor it uh oh so i went to chicago to meet the second choice such an unusual proceeding but interesting oh so much so please go on she lived in new york in new york was a maid on the twentieth century limited oh oh but sickness overtook her she didn't get into chicago when she was due such fate i wonder at it and then you got the last choice that's it not knowing what else to do she was so carried away with the story she stared before her into the darkness and when did you receive my letter i understand about the claim business when i returned with her to gregory she was silent he was too both were in deep thought and what was in the mind of both was what might have been end of chapter six epoch the fourth the story recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c